Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host... Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. Um, today, uh, before we jump in, we'd love to, if you'd leave a review on iTunes and, or wherever you listen to podcasts, those five stars do really help. Um, we'd also like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. Um, first of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shoe machine on the market. I'll get it out. Um, not only are they innovative, unbelievable how shooting machines are, are have changed you know i remember when they used to have those long metal racks coming from the court um, but how they've innovated how they've put the trainers right in front of you it's unbelievable so go over and check it out also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better it's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches there's nothing else on the market like it nowhere else are you going to get the bat phone to the person running it. No, you know, yes, they might do quarterly or monthly or weekly calls, but they're not, they're not on your beck and call. If you have a question, if you have an email, trust me, I will get back to you. I will respond. I will get on a call with you that day. So come over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Let's head off to the podcast. All right. Welcome to coach unplugged. I'm trying to think coach, you're going to be I don't know if you'll make a thousand. You might be before a thousand. I think I'm at nine hundred and fifty something. Not nine. I have to look. Nine hundred sixty. Yeah, I knew you were getting close. I'm getting close to a thousand. So I'm going to do something for a thousand. Um, I think the pandemic got me going seven days a week. So you'll appreciate. I was only doing it five days a week pre-pandemic. And then it I seemed like you were doing two a day sometimes. It depends. It it does. It, it I, yeah. Anyway. My wife's convinced I'm part vampire, so I have three podcasts. She's convinced. Um, so, Tom, I'm going to have you introduce yourself, and then just kind of we'll go through your basketball journey, kind of how you got into it, if you played, and then uh, we'll go from there. So I'm going to turn it over to you. All right. So um, my name is Tom Cannon. I'm currently the um, – I'm currently in New Jersey, uh, Elmwood Park, New Jersey. I coach the uh, girls. Okay, so before we get going, I'm going to interrupt 30 seconds in. So tell, I, I have a lot of uh, 
a lot of uh, T-Troops members in New York City. So how far are you from New York? We are about a 15-minute car ride outside of New York City. We're right across so the bridge. First of all, there is no 15-minute car ride outside of New well, York City. Well, I mean, yes. If, if, there, if there was no traffic in a tunnel or a bridge, yes, you could get there in 15 minutes. I'll tell you a story. This is funny. My, my son took, with his cousin, took like a film class at Pace University which was like, my brother has a place in, in Greenwich, I think. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. We, we, uh, we were in, my brother lives in New Hampshire. So we were driving in from New Hampshire and we're driving and we're driving. And it's, it's a, maybe a Thursday or Friday night. I don't know. And I, we're going to drive them in and then we're going to drop them off. And then we're going to leave, go back up to the lake house. And I'm thinking, oh man, this is super easy. Well, I don't know if people are mad about traffic and yada, yada, yada. And no lie, we get 15 minutes from Manhattan, and it literally, I could have gotten out and walked faster. I, I oh, mean, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's it was bad. the last 15 miles. Everything up to the last 15 miles was great. It's like, I should have parked the car and jumped on a train or something. It was crazy. I um, mean, what was, what was weird about this whole pandemic thing was that it actually turned into a 15-minute drive. Because nobody was going into the city. Yeah, so, so no it actually was a 15-minute drive. The only so new I put New York with Atlanta. I don't know if you've ever driven around Atlanta. Atlanta is as bad as New York City, which is crazy to believe that, but it is. Nothing like Chicago's like nothing compared to right outside that. of DC is bad too. And I haven't just... driven much outside of DC. Oh, yeah. It's bad. That can get bad. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's horrible. Okay. So do you play? So this is before we dive into this, do you play teams in New York? No, we don't. Okay. okay. Um, when I was at, I was at a different school. I was at a bigger school. We would, we would go to invitationals and stuff in the city, in the Bronx, in, in Brooklyn. The, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but, so but go ahead. Really, I didn't mean to interrupt. Really I just wanted to know where you were. We'll go interstate. Uh, so. Okay. okay. All right. So go ahead. So we, so start over again. I'm sorry. I just wanted to know where no, you were. No, 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 no worries. Um, so I, I, this will be my, I'm going into my fourth year there. Um, but, but that's where I currently am. Um, I didn't start coaching until I was about 28, 29. I was actually in corporate before that. And I was a stand-up comedian um, in Los Angeles for two years. I did it professionally. Yeah. Um, a great gig. I've, I've, uh, Chris does that. He, he's in New York. He's a basketball coach. He does it. He's hilarious. He was doing it in parking lots during the pandemic. It was hilarious. Yeah. 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 They're doing like parking lots and backyards and like yeah. decks. Yeah. I did that. I did that like 20 years ago. I did it just as a fun thing. It's great. It, Doing stand, there's nothing better than it's similar to coaching. The adrenaline rush is similar. It, it is. It's very similar, and, and the skill sets are very similar too. Thinking on your feet, communicating, you know, with a crowd, um, you know, creating that bond with people. Um, yeah, it's. I tell kids it's a math problem, and they go, "What do you mean?" I go, "Well, if a joke is funny in Minneapolis, it's funny in Omaha." And they go, "What do you mean?" I go, "Well, once you find a good joke, you ride it." Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you can ride that thing. It is like for like, but the problem is you got to be willing to have the seven bad ones that are just going to bomb. Yes. And you're going to bomb more than you're going to succeed. Right. So I said, I used to have a notebook and then to get my set, eventually I had, I had to basically embarrass myself long enough to get, you know, five minutes worth of good stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of, kind of comes back to coaching where you tell kids, well, you have to try new things. You know, you have to fail in order to succeed. Like you have to lose big games before you win a big one. So, so it's very, you know, the, the lesson is there. So what was your uh, gist? My gist was, my gist was I was a high school teacher and it was like my, 
my high school ain't i basically was describing what high school was like which was actually pretty funny because you've ever been in a high school on a regular basis it's a yeah, pretty oh, yeah. comical place yeah there's a lot of stuff that goes on there's a lot of good material for a high if you if you want to go into stand up become a teacher for about five years and just keep track of everything you hear you you'll have enough material and you're good you got yeah you got your five <laughs> ten minutes you do what was your what was your thing what was your angle my angle was that I was like, I, I was trying to do intelligent Seinfeld type humor. Okay. But, but it was way past the time that that was cool anymore. So, so I gave myself, so I, I was doing it uh, like just as a fun hobby. And then I lost my job and I was like, all right, now's the time. So I moved out to LA and I gave myself like a time limit. And I said, if it doesn't happen, you know, it's time to like figure out, you know, you're almost going to be 30 time to figure out what you're going to do. So that time limit hit. And on my way back from LA in my car, I decided I was going to be a teacher. Well, that's good. Um, yeah. So, so, you know, I just, if you ever want to make a real big decision, do a cross country drive by yourself. I tell people, so I tell people here, this is, this is, this, I teach seniors in high school. I say my bit advice to every, every senior is I said, when you find that special someone, take a cross country trip with them. If you're still talking and you're still in love after that trip, it's good. You're good to go. I did that. My brother did that. The last guy did that with my, my wife when we were, we were engaged. I said, if you can do that and be in a car and just not just be together and camp and do that kind of stuff, you're good. Like you'll make through the back. Well, I, it's funny. I actually drove out there with a dog, a girl and a bird. And I drove back with a dog. <laughs> <laughs> actually really fun. <laughs> Too so figure out who I like the most, right? <laughs> They'll always love you. I got two of them. You'll always love that's that's great. Uh no, the Seinfeld. Um, I tell I also tell my students, your 20s are to figure out what you want to do. Like I told my son this, he's uh 19, he's going off to college. He took a gap year. And I said, like, live on after you graduate from college, go get some jobs. Go live on your friend's couch. Go yeah. go, go figure out what you want to do before you have any responsibilities. Because once you get responsibilities, you're not gonna be doing that um travel do something i don't know go be a ski bum i don't care yeah no it was it was a it was a great experience you know even though it never it, it i didn't crack through i mean it taught me so many things about myself and about the world and it was awesome it was so awesome. when i got back i uh i moved to newark new jersey and i needed to make some friends so i joined a a, a flag football like a co-ed flag football thing and i was the quarterback and i don't know why i was the quarterback i can't throw but whatever so the rule was you had to throw to a girl every third play or a female every third play. But I had a female on my team that was just running routes. I mean, she was fantastic. I was throwing to her almost every play. Right. Come to find out that she played, uh, she played basketball at Wake Forest. Okay. And she was the head coach at um, a group four school in New Jersey. And her JV coach had just quit. So she saw me like drawing up plays in the dirt and yelling at all the players and everything. And she was like, you know, what do you think about coaching? And I basically got handed, you know, an opportunity and I just fell in love with it um, and, and just haven't looked back since. I mean, but it was just weird, like right place, right time. You know, it just all fell into place for me. Right. It's um, all about timing. I love that. And, uh, and it all it all came out of a failure. You know, it all came out of, you know, not succeeding in one thing and, and, and all the dominoes dropped. And there you go. I mean, I'm an entrepreneur too. And basically any business has gonna, you're going to, I mean, 
Amazon, everyone fails initially. You got to, you got to, the, the failures are, you, if you learn from them, they're good. That's similar to coaching and teaching. Um, so, so level four, does that mean big or small? So that's, so that's group four. That'll be the biggest. Yeah. That'll be the biggest. Um, okay. Those are the biggest schools. And then you have your parochials, which will be your Catholics and your, and your privates. Um, but when I was there, you know, I had the, I had the opportunity to, to learn from a, a former D1 player who was running basically D1 practices. Um, we had a player, we had a player on that team who's now in the WNBA, uh, Maisha Hines Allen. Okay. Uh, so I had the opportunity to see, you know, what a, what a high level, like girls basketball player is, um, and a high level team. We made state sectional runs. Uh, we were runner up in the County runner up in the States, um, for two years straight. So I had the opportunity to see basketball at its highest. Runner and up then I sucks. Went, runner up sucks. Runner up. Run, oh my god! Uh, and both of them came on on last second shots that we missed. I'm telling you, I've got four runner ups. I've I've won the state title three times. And I got four runners up. The first year I got a. I, I mean, I am married to a psychologist. I swear I was clinically depressed. It's the wor- It's almost better to lose in the second round. Than, yeah. Than it is to lose in the state finals because you're so you can you can see it like you're. Yeah. So close. I mean, the, the worst feeling is that locker room right after. Just the silence and just the, you know, especially if you have seniors. And it's, yeah, it, it was brutal. That second one was brutal. Yeah. Oh, I bet. <laughs> um, so that I ended up getting an opportunity, a head coaching opportunity at a, at, a, at a group one. So the smallest. And we were one of the smallest schools um, in that group one. And... I ended up, we ended up going to States the first year, lost in the first round. And then the second year I went one in 25 and we lost on, we lost, we won on the last game. So we were zero in 25 going into that last game. Um, but one thing I noticed about, about that team, we must've had like a 95% like attendance rate. So there was something that was kept bringing the girls back into the gym. Right. And I would like to think that it was kind of the culture that I was building. Right. And the camaraderie, because, you know, these girls coming in on a Saturday in the snow when you're 0 and 19. It's I mean, tough. yeah. Yeah. Um, so then the job opened up where I teach at Elmwood Park, and, and that's where I am now. Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as I am. Please go over and check our website, teachhoops.com, for coaches who want to get better. Uh, 14-day free trial. It's got It's got office hours. It's got one-on-one calls. It's got handouts it's got practice plans it's got how to do just it's a it's got a roadmap for you that's what you need a roadmap um so go over and check that out again it helps us keep the lights on it helps us keep this 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 uh train a chugging um subscribe and like we would love that um if you love these podcasts especially on apple and spotify if you leave us a five-star review we would really appreciate that all right let's head back to the podcast um okay. and basically i'm heading into the fourth year of girls that I've started so since the first, freshman. So that first job, you weren't in the building. I wasn't in the building. Yeah. So, so tell me how, tell me about that. How, how it is to be, be a coach and not be in the building. Well, I was, I was lucky there because the AD was very, um, very active. So, so he would do, he would go into classrooms for me. Um, he would do some recruiting for me. He would set things up. Um, but yeah, it was really hard because I would see, you know, I'd go to like a soccer game from that school. And I'd be like, why isn't this girl? playing why isn't this girl playing and it's because they don't know you you're you're a stranger you have no rapport like why would they come out and play for you and and play play a sport that they're not good at per se um 
So yeah, it, it was that was really hard. It's, well, it's hard to dive do. into what you just said there with not good at. So boys think they're good at everything. <laughs> yes. So tell me what how what you see on the girl side being a male seeing that on the what, what do you mean by that? Because I mean I, I mean there's guys that play for me that think they're playing in the NBA. Some have. Yeah. Most of them think they are every year. It's like okay. And that's why you have 40, 45 kids try out and, and then they quit after 10 days because it's hard. Um, I don't know what, what I see, what I see with girls, not the youth level at, at, at youth. I feel like they want to participate in everything. Um, but once they get to high school, not being good at something, especially when you're in front of a crowd, I feel it's like if they're playing JV and, and you know, they've only scored six points in the game total. And there's boys in the stands. There's there's people in the stands. I feel like there's more of an embarrassment for girls. I feel like the optics, they feel the optics more. Whereas the boys feel like they're good and they think they look good. Um, more of a more of a confidence, I guess. I think I think it's something like that too. And I think it's gotten worse, to be honest with you, than the girls' side in some respects. I, I mean, I look at the numbers. I'm a stats teacher. And I look at the numbers and girls' participation in some of this stuff is is downward is a is downward is even with basketball which is crazy to me if you watch the the ncaa's issue the the, the girls finals were, the girls semifinals were better than the boys in some respects. oh yeah I, I thought the quality of play was a little bit better too yeah yeah so i mean that's just i just not i mean i don't know going back to what we were talking about early it's like with aau you know the the boys aau when I when I used to coach, I used to feel like sometimes I'd have to come home and take a shower after it, um, because it's all, it, there's so much there's all there's money on both sides and money running in on both sides, but there's people chasing money on the guy side. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, and that's and, why I'm, I'm careful with the programs that my girls get involved in now because I, I do have some some high level elite players now, and I just want to make sure that they're not, you know, wasting their time and their money. Um, and they're being coached properly because a lot of these, you know, these teams, they, they run five out and then it's just ISO. And, and it's like, what are we, what are we learning here? Like, and then she comes to play in my program and now I've got to break all those bad habits again and, and, and get her back into a team game. So, yeah. um, I, I, I always build that in for the first month of the season anyway, because you basically have to break them of all their habits. Um, and that's what a lot of people don't understand, especially with the young coaches. I don't get my year guys year round. Like, I mean, I'm not like a college coach where I get them year round. Like they're playing other, they should be doing other things, but yeah, um, I, I think that's unique. So uh, what's been an obstacle for where you are now? Well, now, now it's easier because I'm, I'm t um, coaching in the building. Okay. Uh, that I um, so from a recruiting standpoint, and I also took the girls volleyball JV job to try to recruit a little bit more. Good for you. I coached boys and, volleyball and, for about seven years. It was good. Great sport. Yeah. What, what do you think about volleyball practices? Much slower. Much slower. Much more social. Much more slower. It's a different sport. Well, again, if you think of volleyball, volleyball and basketball are very similar. Like the, the uh, um, volleyball for boys is a very much a power sport. Like, it's once over the net and it's coming at you. It's like I'm dunking on you. Yeah. Girls, it's similar to girls basketball. It's 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 better to watch a lot. It's more fundamental. It's more like in the same with the girls um 
world volleyball. Now the king, I'll tell you for someone that coached and played volleyball, if you can't pass, it doesn't matter. It's like, it's like you can't dribble or you can't shoot. You can't play. It's like, if you can't pass, yeah. you can't pass, you can't do anything on the volleyball side. But what was, what was enlightening to me was that the first volleyball practice I went to that I have some of my basketball girls playing in, they were talking nonstop in the volleyball practice. Mm-hmm. Cause you have to. And then, and then I get him in the basketball court, and now we, you know, where is that? Um, but that goes back to what we talking about before. It's with, with definitely a social thing, and um, yeah, it's it's different. It's different. It, it would be interesting to deep dive into that to see see why that is. It's more a rah rah sport too. If you notice, after every point, they gather yes. together. Yes. You don't. The, <laughs> One's more like going to the symphony, which is volleyball, and one you kind of sit and enjoy the music, and then one's like basketball is more like a rock concert. It's just like a concert, music. yeah. It's just like not. I mean, you don't have time. When I, co- I I've said this before in my podcast. When I coached my son's little league team, it was like this is crazy easy because look at all the time I have between pitches. Like I have all yeah. this time to think. Like think how fast. The, they'd be up and down the basketball court four times by the time the next pitch comes. Like, yeah. So, so, so maybe that's why the talking is easier in those sports because your brain isn't constantly moving and in flux and like next second, next play. Like, well, I think you're being bombarded in basketball. Like, I gotta, I gotta convert from offense to defense. So even football. Think of, I mean, the football players complain. I go, what are you talking about? You just ran a play and now you get all this time for the next play. Yeah, you yeah. don't get all that time between plays. What are you talking about? Like, did we just stop them on defense? Now we gotta go. We we gotta go run on offense. Like, so I and while we're on offense, I gotta talk about what we did bad on defense. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And the thing is, I think that's it. Now, you would think with the, the the world they live in, their barrage so much with so many so much information, they would be easier. But I, it's not. Um, yeah, 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 it doesn't convert somehow. Yeah, it doesn't convert, and th- and there should be some there should be some studies on that. But you're right, it's it's so. I mean, even soccer is so spread out that shoot, half the guys are walking, gals are walking yeah. defensive. Yeah, we talk. I mean, so that's what makes basketball so unique. I think um, you have to be able, as a coach and as a player, you have to be able to process fast. Yes. Like, yes. And, and and then I guess getting that getting the process then verbally, that's where it stops. It goes. It stops. It doesn't get all the way down. Well, yeah. think about think about um, the uh, and if someone's listening to this two or three years from now, that's fine. But the, think about the Gonzaga um, uh, Baylor final, right? It think about Few is one of the best Division One basketball coaches in the country. He was not ready for that, and it took him six seven minutes to go to that zone <laughs> you yeah know, he was in I, I, he, he was getting he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't know how athletic Baylor was I mean or I mean physical. they were physical and physical yeah and, yeah and and I think that's one of the things on film too that's difficult for high school coaches you can see something on film but until you go in the gym and you see some of these kids you know up close you don't realize about that I never thought about that from Gonzaga's standpoint is they probably clear that probably because of COVID they probably couldn't watch Baylor in the semis, like in person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what hurt us in our season in New Jersey. We were just sharing film with each other. 
And you know, in girls' basketball, everything seems a little bit slower. So I was like, oh, we can come out. This girl's not that good. She's not that quick. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to zone up. We're going to man. And then all of a sudden you watch them warm up and you're like, whoa, okay. There's a little bit of size and now you're in the gym with them. I think that's a good deep dive for us to talk about too because for the young coaches, you should try – like I send scouts out because I just – I'm old. I don't, I've watched more film than any human being should. We'll go see in games. But you should try to see everyone in person before you play them. Yes. Because film – Film is very good in a lot of parts, but it doesn't tell you quickness, strength. Even size sometimes, depending where you get the camera angle. You know, you, you could you could miss three or four inches on, on, a, on a kid. Very deceitful. Well, I'll always go down there and stand. Like, I, the people okay. are like, what, what the hell is Collins? Because I know how tall I am. <laughs> and then I just want them to see how tall they are uh, in comparison. No, I think – I never thought of that with Gonzaga. Like, he probably – didn't get to see them in person because he probably had to and their game got canceled in December which would have helped them a lot yeah Um, but the point but the point I was trying to make is one of the best division one of the best coaches in the country in my opinion under undervalued blah 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 it took him six seven minutes to get out of that like it, like they got blitzed at the beginning of that game if you don't and and it's funny actually that was a question I had for you was how long into a game would you just switch? Like, like few had to do. Like, how long would you take? Yep. To, so to my, switch your so, game. So, so my rule, my rule is, if you score on me three straight times, I'm out of whatever I'm doing. Automatic. Okay. Automatic. No matter how late or early in the game it is. No matter. Because it's a game of runs. It's a math teacher in me. It's a game of runs, and I want to break up your run. Now, I might go to a 1-3-1 for one possession and then go back to man. I just want to change your rhythm. Because think about what Bre- – think Baylor was in that rhythm. Like, they were oh, just yeah. in rhythm. And you, as soon as he went to the zone, it, it messed them up. Now, it, it slowed it, right? If you, if you go yeah. back and watch that film – they were just blitzing him, and he went to I think he went to a one three one, or he went to a three two. Oh, they were they were already down like fifteen, I think, right? They were 12? down fifteen, but then they cut it to like not. It, it it did enough to like whoa, what are they doing to slow them down? So, um, I have a I have an assistant coach always track that like whether teams are because there's been times <laughs> there's been times I've turned to my assistant and said, we need to get out of this. He goes, Steve, we've stopped them seven straight times. Now, I okay. feel like that because we probably didn't score six straight times or something. Yeah, or, or it was sloppy on the defensive end. They missed open shots. Yeah. My, my indicator was off. So then I needed the numbers to tell me. He goes, Steve, do not get out of this. We have stopped them seven straight times. It, this happened like like in a big game. And he, he and then we just wrote it. And then he, he'll just say, Steve, they scored like three straight times. or they scored four out of the last five. We should try something new. It's just enough to stop rhythm. And and I have a theory about high school athletics that ch- the high school kids don't like change. Um, you, the higher up you get, the harder it is to do. But just enough change to change the momentum for quick spurts works hey everybody hope you enjoyed that if you want to support us you want to help us get the lights on here at teachups.com go over join 14 day free trial and then stop the car subscribe like apple five star review that would be good all right maybe have a good day bye sports social podcast network
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.